0: Sorry, this is a bit longer of a bottom line up front than I typically want to do, but I think this is uh, just a really, really fascinating topic, so I got a little ahead of myself. Bottom line up front, what are you going to hear about and learn about in this episode? I interviewed Pink Shu, who's the Change Manager of Business Impact of Data Products at Vista. Before we jump in, there are a few specific ample examples in this episode related to Vista specifically, But I think overall, it's incredibly relevant when looking at measuring the impact of your data work. As Pink says, set the objective slash goal for the data product and then measure if it met that objective or goal. It isn't the impact framework's job to specifically measure if the objective of the data product is valuable, only to provide an objective way to measure how well did the data product meet its goal. So some key takeaways from Pink's point of view. Number one, look to standardize the way you measure impact for data products. Much like data observability slash SLA metrics, a centralized team shouldn't be the one focused on measuring or defining the target impact of a data product, only providing that way of measuring it. You know, that should, the way of measuring it should come from a centralized team so that it's comparable, but you shouldn't have that centralized team doing the work of measuring. Number two, again, like data observability, an impact measurement framework methodology means people can trust exactly how impact was measured without having to dig into every measurement decision. It's not like people are grading their own essay, which is a problem with a not impartial measurement system. Number three, impact measurement can only go so far. It shouldn't be the only consideration in valuing a data product, but without a fair impartial framework, measuring the value of work becomes all the more difficult. Number four, a data product quote unquote enables business impact. It it cannot create the impact itself if no one uses it. Think of about that and who gets kind of credit for the impact is it the data product creator or the team that acted on the insights for the data product look to reward or credit or whatever both parties if possible to generate a better collaborative culture you want to reward the people who created something that enabled the business outcome but you also want to (laughs) reward the people who actually did the execution on the business outcome Number five, data products don't inherently have value. They only have value if they're used. So look to interview data product users and potential users that aren't leveraging that data product to help assess how valuable a specific data product really is. Number six, it's crucial to have comparability across data products regarding impact measurement to make it easy for people to understand what certain terminology and measurements mean. A general methodology framework for measuring means people can better understand and compare between the two, between multiple different data products or whatever you're looking at. Number seven, it's easy to only want to focus on direct financial impact of a data product, but this ignores value to the organization that isn't only that increased sales or or the cost savings. If you don't focus on other factors, you will only create data products to directly drive sales or cost savings instead of helping make better long-term or even short-term data-informed decisions. Number eight, when considering a a new data product, think about the, the impact you expect it to have. What is the objective, the reason for creating the data product? If you are successful with the data product, what does success mean and why would that justify the investment in creating that data product? Number nine, an impactful measurement that isn't directly financial it can be a decision influencer model. Does the data product drive key business decisions and is it a key contributor to those decision, decisions or is it just one of many different aspects somebody used to make that decision? It's more qualitative but it's still very valuable and useful. And that's something you'll, you'll find throughout this conversation and just in general that people want quantitative purely and uh, it's just kind of for the birds, right? If you want to be measuring something that is a little bit more nebulous, trying to put it into numbers doesn't really help. Another impact measure might be customer satisfaction or you know, kind of impact on lifetime customer value. This is a much more nebulous thing to impact to measure, especially if customers have a long lifetime. But it doesn't make it not valuable. Again, it's pretty easy to use an impact measurement framework in the wrong way to start investing only in things that have direct financial measurable results. Impact measurement in general is notoriously difficult. Just ask anyone in marketing about their attribution model or in the nonprofit space about how much impact did this investment have on the community or anything like that. Focus on creating an impact measurement framework and working with teams so they can actually leverage the framework. But the central team doing the measurement itself can create a bottleneck and they will often lack the business context. Again, I mentioned that a little earlier. That central team shouldn't be doing the measurement work itself. Number 12, really interesting outside about like a useful outcome. At Vista, more data products objectives are business decision impact rather than direct financial impact. I was kind of surprised by that. I think that might be a second-order kind of um, a second phase of data mesh that you're not focusing on kind of these small wins where we can easily measure the, the results and the returns. Number 13, at Vista, they have not reached the point where impact measurement is used for project investment decisions. That is a harder problem and okay to tackle down the line as you learn to measure impact first. They are in the kind of descriptive analytics phase for the impact framework, not predictive or prescriptive. Basically, that is a running problem right? when you think about The actual projecting the uh, investment decision outcome—that's a running problem. It's okay to not take it on when learning to crawl and walk. Number fourteen: impact measurement is not about a yay or nay decision or a good bad score from for a data product. The impact measurement framework is only part of the value measurement of a data product. Number fifteen: don't only focus on short-term impact data products. Often the immediate financial impact. Again. This will lead to small wins instead of making better long-term decisions and better long-term investments. Focus on measuring kind of that both of how can we get to the quick wins? How can we kind of, you know, vacuum up the nickels, you know, because you've got the vacuum, it's really quick if there's a bunch of nickels there, but when you want to make $20 bills, (laughs) you you know, there has to be that balance. Your impact uh, framework should align to your business strategy, not only your next quarter's income statement. Number 16, at Vista, the goal is to get to a place where they can reasonably compare financial impact, business decision impact, and customer value impact against each other. But it's still at best an apples and oranges comparison, and they are still very early days in figuring out how to do that. Number 17, surviving versus health was something that Pink had brought up. When you are focused on surviving, impact measurement is a kind of champagne problem. It's a health problem, right? But you know, when you're just trying to to survive, you're not really focused as much on your health. But impact measurement is important to your long term health in your data ecosystem to make better decisions on data work. So don't you know? It it can feel like it's a champagne problem, but it is really really important in the longer run. Number eighteen, trying to measure data product. Usage in a vacuum is a bad methodology, flat out. I mean, I'll, I'll say flat out. I don't think Pink was this aggressive about it. But if you just measure usage, you're doing it wrong. You should instead look at what would be the expected usage if this data product were successful, if users leveraged it a lot. Otherwise, something that drives key decisions, but it's rarely touched, will be valued much less than something people touch quite often, but they don't really leverage to make decisions, you know. Uh, it could be anything, like uh, within the call center or something like that. If somebody, you know, if all of the, the the call center reps are all leveraging this one thing, but it's not key to their work, they're going to have way higher usage than something that's very key to making very strategic decisions for the board or whatever once a quarter, right? Like you can't really compare this stuff in a vacuum. Number 19, much like any aspect of data mesh, it's crucial to communicate with users as you build an impact framework and methodology. What are their concerns? How can you make it easy for them to adopt? This is the same thing that you look at building out your platform. It's easy to lose sight that an impact measurement methodology is also change management, which requires strong communication with the people (laughs) that things are changing around. And finally, number 20, When building a data product, think about who would want to consume information about its impact. Then make sure you leverage the parts of your impact measurement framework and align on how the data product will be measured. Figuring out how to measure after the fact creates friction and can lower trust. So look to prevent that. Okay, enough of just me. Let's hear from our awesome guest in this interview episode. Okay, very very excited for today's episode. I've got Pink Shu here, who is the change manager of business impact of data products at Vista. And so, with that title, you can probably guess a lot of what we're going to talk about today about like actually measuring the impact of data products, right? Um, this has been a topic that a lot of people have wanted more information on, and it's it's been kind of difficult because it's generally a a squishy, a nebulous topic. There isn't a lot of this is the exact formula or this is exactly what you're going to use. So we're going to talk about kind of what what uh, Pink and Team have learned thus far. We're going to talk about, you know, just in general, how do you measure the impact? How do you think about the impact of measurement in, in data? You know, how can you actually look to standardize this so that it isn't just qualitative metrics that we can actually get to some quantitative or some ways to compare, you know, A versus B and are we doing well or not? You know, instead of just, yeah, this went up. Was that what we were expecting? Um, And uh, why they're looking to not measure the actual like exact impact of certain things versus setting the framework. So you can communicate that the, the teams are measuring their own impact instead of you're going in and doing the work for them, and, and, and a lot of things just around that. So before we, we jump into that, um, Pink, if you could go ahead and give people a bit of a background on yourself, and then we can jump into the conversation at hand.
1: Well, thank you, Scott. Uh, thank you for inviting me here. Uh, very happy. Um, my name is Pink Xu. I, I'm originally from China, I, uh, I used to work in the marketing research field uh, as a start, and, and then I had several experiences as a consulting, uh, management consultant. I joined Vista about uh, more than one year ago and working, uh, as Scott introduced, working as a change manager to, uh, for the business impact measurement for our data products in our company.
0: And are you are you working on uh, to measure all of them or are you, you know, uh, Jill Maffeo was on uh, a previous episode and she was kind of more in the marketing department. Are you kind of for all of this? I mean, do you almost think of yourself as being kind of part of that platform to help people actually measure? You know, even if it's not the actual literal data platform, but you're kind of that measurement platform, that kind of centralized service that everybody leverages. Is, is that kind of how you think of your role? Or?
1: So uh, we have this data department in the company and I'm, I'm, uh, we actually I work in the department and I'm setting the framework or the methodology for the for my colleagues to measure their data products.
0: And is there anything specific? So let, let I mean, let's jump into like what what the actual goal of the role is. When you say we're measuring the the data products, what are the 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 actual different aspects that you're trying to measure? Is it that it's purely financial? Or are you trying to measure usage? Are you trying to measure um the the satisfaction of other people? Like are you, are you going in and setting goals before? Are you having teams set their goals? Like l- let's talk a little bit about what what is it that your your role is expected to kind of why is why does it exist, you know, other than we want to know how valuable our, our data products are <laughs> at the high level? Like what where did you start and and kind of what are you looking to help people measure?
1: Actually, I think your question is the uh... It's exactly the start of our of my work, is trying to figure out what, what is impact and what is impact of data products and what we should measure. So as you mentioned like financial impact or any uh, user adoption, all the things we have been taking into consideration when we developed our framework. And uh, no doubt financial impact is the one that uh, the most direct, and many people uh, are wanted. But when we look at the the data products, financial impact is not the only impact that uh, we uh, we should measure. Just because, as any any business, if you are looking at everything, all your team in a financial term, some team is a cost spender, right? So like marketing, like HR. And some, uh, they will bring the money, like the sales. So if you only look at the financial impact, it's it's going to be difficult. And sometimes it's going to be unfair to other teams for the effort they are doing.
0: Yeah, well, and I think even the data team historically has been looked at that cost as that cost center. Right. And so if you say this is a cost center instead of this is the thing that enables us to do business. Right. If you think about accounts receivable, um, you know, you're going out there and you're collecting the money from people. But you're like, oh, that's, you know, that's uh, finance and and H.R. So that's a cost center. And it's like, well, if you don't have somebody that's actually, you know, collecting the money from people. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs)
1: Exactly. So if, for example, if you don't have HR department, how are you going to fund your employees? And then your business will stop. But how can you measure the financial impact of your HR department? You cannot just measure by their expenses, right?
0: And so when you look at at impact of, of a data product, like, is it that I mean, you're you're not specifically looking. You're not specifically measuring the impact yourself, correct? I just want to make sure I've got that correct, right?
1: No, actually, what we do is we we define what type of impact a data product can have. Some data products can have financial, direct financial impact. Some may have other type of impact. So what we are saying here is the first thing we need to define is what type of impact. Uh, we could look at or when we evaluate if a data product has its value or is fulfilling its um, objective or, you know, so.
0: So is that set ahead of time or do you have every data product you say um, we think it's going to have this impact or is it the data product creator that's, that's looking to do that? Like how, how are you actually working with that?
1: So my my job is to define what type of impact we could look at. And then we define what does this mean by defin- uh, what that mean, for example, financial impact or other business impact. And then for the data product team, they will refer to this framework or this guideline and to tell us what impact of their data products have
0: and And so are when when you say the the team tells us, is it the the type of impact, and then you work with them to measure the actual impact? or like just because I'm trying to figure out if I were like i'm I'm putting myself in the shoes of somebody who's probably pretty jealous that you actually mm-hmm. your your role exists and that there <laughs> is um, so somebody in their organization wants. Or, or somebody wants their organization to start to measure impact better. Um, when you're going in, I mean, let's talk about what, what you're actually like on your day to day. Is it working with teams to measure their specific impact? Is it measuring the impact for the teams, whether they like that measurement or not? Is it like, what is it? you talk about setting the framework, is it mostly just kind of evolving and taking in information and saying, okay, we've seen that this, that we know that this has a bigger impact than we're finding the measurement for. So we know that our framework isn't perfect. So we have to evolve it. Like what, what, if you were to explain your role and then maybe where you think there's the biggest challenges around this type of, of thing I think that could be really interesting for other organizations
1: okay so let's say the daily work my daily work would be uh, one is a, I would say kind of like strategic part which is designing this framework and the other one is operational part which is helping the the team to adopt or to use this framework um, so if like say Scott you are one of the data product team, and you have a great data product, and you want to uh, tell the management team that uh, I have a great data product, but and then in a the language that the management team can understand and compare your data product with other data products, right? So um, I would work with you to to uh, to decide, okay, which uh, type of impact of your data product have, and then. According to that type of uh, according to the framework, we will see okay, this is a methodology to or this is a principle to measure this type of uh, data product uh, impact. And then I would help to just check if your methodo- uh, measurement methodology aligned with the framework. But in terms of the specific calculation, uh, the data product team has the ownership to calculate it. Um, yeah, and in terms of financial impact, of course, we would involve our finance finance partners or finance colleagues to help us to validate some of the financial numbers.
0: So to me, this almost feels like um you know in in data mesh, a lot of people are doing data observability, data quality, a big part of you know, our our data is bad quality, or our data is good quality. It's it's a very generic statement, and so it's like, you know, it's the same thing. It doesn't it doesn't get specific to say like what aspect of quality is bad, what's important to you, what's not, and this feels like it's almost that same kind of application, but from a different perspective of impact. Of we have a a strong impact, uh, you know, or our, our data product has had a big impact on the company. What, what does that mean? Like how, like, let's talk about, you know, and so then, um, you know, data consumers, if they don't understand the quality, they can't trust the data, right? If they don't know, okay, this is going to have only, you know, two nines of accuracy, but it's, it's completeness is, is four nines, right? Or, you know, we're doing exactly once and that, um, exactly once then means that, um, it's got a timeliness of, of uh, you know two hours instead of you know two minutes or whatever. It feels like that's kind of what you're doing as well on the impact side as to create something where the executive team, the management team can have trust in uh, not just saying this is a high impact or this has a high this is a, a very valuable data product versus not and um. So I mean, and, and you talked about what are the different types of, of impact. There's financial. What are the other types of impacts? You know, just at the high level that you are seeing, and and maybe if we can talk about the mix of, of your your data products that people are, are targeting. Like, what what do you think is the most common? Is is it that people are going directly for the financial because those are the easiest to fund, or and then let after that, we'll not not answering this question because it's way too big. But like, let's talk about getting funding for a data product. When you say this is the impact that we're attempting to have, but like, let, let's start with the like, what are the other types that you you are trying to measure against that have value that aren't direct business value, right? Is it the like? How do you define those?
1: Well, uh, I can give an example. Uh, for example, besides the financial impact what is the data products used for? A a data product is used for to make better business uh, decisions, right? So, uh, but some of the business decisions can bring in direct money, meaning, for example, if I improve my pricing, I can immediately see sales increase or revenue increase. However, some business decisions is not uh, directly you can have a, you cannot have a direct uh, financial return immediately or you cannot see the impact immediately. This is a type of impact. Um, we We also want to look at because we uh, I would say I would say more there are more data products has this type of impact than the one have direct financial impact. So when when we could say like business in, uh, business decision impact. Uh, of a data product, we can say, okay, how is it very relevant for uh, for the users to make a dis- uh, business uh, decisions, or it's just one of the hundred references that they they take into consideration when they make a dis- uh, business decision. So these kind of things is also type of impact we wanted to evaluate. Of course, it's less uh, quantitative, it's more qualitative, but I, we think it's it's worth the effort to take a look on this. Otherwise, we may have a lot of data products, but provide similar information, but, uh, so it doesn't worth the investment we will put.
0: Yeah, I think that's interesting insight of is this incrementally valuable? You know, when Jill was on, we were talking a little bit about this, um, you know, Jill Maffeo, your your colleague. And so we were talking a little bit about your suite of data products. And it's very easy at the start to focus on use case, use case, use case. And then you start to have more and more overlap because you go, well, there's the, you know, so thinking about how do you serve the greater um, decisioning tree, right? Where it's like, oh, how many customers do we have? And if you've got nine different definitions of customers, is it really valuable to have a data product that measures you know, the number of customers in those nine different ways? Or can you like kind of shrink that down and it's not, uh, you know, the, the compute on that is just not as, as valuable. But um, so like, it, I know it gets really, really qualitative, but do you have any kind of, Example of of what a qualitative kind of measurement would be like if is it around okay like an HR product is is it around the pay scale or is it around um, recruiting and it's like hey we're we're seeing this trend or whatever like is it like we're putting something in front of recruiters or like what what could be a, a data product that isn't the direct financial impact. That you're seeing where you're able to to measure um, the the things without getting overly specific and be like, and this had this, <laughs> you know, this score of an impact.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, for example, the Vista's business is about customized uh, customized products, right? Customized printing service or a product. Um, so one of uh, one of the data product we have is to uh, to measure the p- how many people are using our different design template um, uh, for provided to our customer. So um, the the part so the part that the data product helped is, is they provide information how many how many people get to the final, Templates they used and how many are using them and which template are they use etc. And this work information will help our team to develop templates that others um, the the templates that's probably our customer like likes more or easier to find uh, easier to find it. So this is a kind of data products. You cannot uh, you cannot see the financial impact immediately because anyway those pr- customer probably already uh, will will buy our service it's just about improve their satisfaction right uh, improve uh, shorten their uh, time spending on designing their products uh so if you if we think about this data product if we want to measure the financial impact it's very difficult also it's difficult to say the customer place an order because of the design template, or because of other efforts we are making, like in the site search, or uh, in the in the um, fun- or website function, or all these things, or the product uh, assortment, all these things can contribute to a final payment from a customer. Uh, that's why in different data products, I would say most of data products. I would say more. Their more data products have this business uh, decision impact than the financial impact.
0: Yeah, and I think that's really interesting. Especially what you just talked about as well is the um, marketing attribution. Like, uh, especially for a company like Vista, it's, it's probably uh, very very specific. Of, but like you know, when you think about a, a SaaS business, and if they close a two hundred thousand dollar deal, like where do you attribute that value from? Is it is it that the last thing that they clicked or was it the, you know, do you weight that over the the lifespan or, you know, and then you start to talk about like the customer experience and things like that, that gets even more uh, complex as to attributing that, that value. So I guess my question would be um, how, like, how do you actually then get funding for something like that, that is a little bit more nebulous, that doesn't have a, we're going to be able to measure it, it, you know, if this data product actually creates funding, is it that you just have to have that the management team has to have faith that the, you know, better informed decisions is going to lead to better outcomes or like, how have you thought about that or how have you seen that working because I'm trying to take what you're doing and apply it to another organization, right? And maybe that organization isn't as bu- as as focused on either anything that isn't just direct financial impact or even on impact measurement. So how has this helped you to better strategically fund things that aren't just direct financial impact? Because th- those are a little bit easier where you go, we think that this is going to li- lead to this much uplift. It costs this much so let's let's figure that out but yeah like how have you thought about this with funding things that maybe aren't that direct financial impact is it that people can feel comfortable that they'll at least have some measurement or
1: yeah so uh first i want to emphasize that i just started this this piece of work about more than one year ago so we are If, if consensus timing, we are just starting. So we are not reached that level yet to use uh, impact measurement to make any investment decision. It is one of our goals, but I I would say it's a long way to go to reach that point. Um, And the second, I think like any, any company, when, whenever you make an investment, you just, you, you won't depend on just one factor, right? So, in the, in the future even we reach that point i think the impact measurement will just be one of the factors the management team will consider there are there for example there are definitely there's other strategic concerns let's say if today we are going to develop a new market and then this data product is supports this new market right and if you look at this the 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 business it's impacting it's minimum because we are just starting. It's maybe zero point zero zero percent. But if it's our strategic uh, project for the whole company, still we need this data product to support that project. So it is not a, a easy. I would say it's a, it's not one formula for for the for the management team just to decide the investment based on the impact measurement.
0: So what you're saying is you don't have a magic wand, and you don't have the uh, exact weighing scales of should we do this or shouldn't we?
1: No, but I think the the decision we, in our company we always have this uh, team discussion and the management discussion in order to decide which which to goes on or which sup, uh, supposed to be um, ended. So. Um, I think it's, it's not, as you said, there's no one formula just to say, okay, below this score, you're out (laughs) of about this score. You are, you continue. We don't have this.
0: Well, and I think that's important because I kind of hate the phrase data driven instead of data informed. And the reason why I do is because some people think that data driven means the data makes the decision. And exactly what you're talking about there is that the data informs the decision, and but you still have other factors that the data, you might not have collected the data on it or there can't be, or it's it's purely you know speculative of like, we've got signals that we should be moving into this market, but we don't have the data to say that we should move into it because we're not part of the market. So we can't have the data to collect yet to say... <laughs> So yeah. I, I really like that that aspect. Um, and so uh, as well, we were talking about the qualitative versus the quantitative. How do you think about the the short term versus the long term? So in, in finance, there's the concept of internal rate of return, like how not just how much you get back, you know, let's say I, I invest a dollar today and I get $10 back versus I invest a dollar today and I get $2 back you know, you say, oh, I'm going to pick the $10. Well, the $10 is in a hundred years and the the $2 is in 10 days, right? Like, okay, I'm going to pick the one that's in 10 days. So, um, how do you think about that short term versus long term about this eventually is going to be something that's very valuable? Is it again, that like the, the business leaders know their business and they, or, or is it, driven by requests from other teams or is it like how are you finding that where you can get people where it isn't a short time to value that you're gonna say we want to fund this in a because it's a long-term strategic um, thing especially to have that data over the long term
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a very good question um actually we uh, we we also have um, so financial impact we' are- in our financial impact, we are measuring the short-term, basically short-term impact, right? Um, and we have other type of impacts like the customer satisfaction or the the customer value. We are measuring more towards the long-term view um, because we 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 do think it is very important for us uh, not uh, to have a long-term view on how our business will grow and we cannot sacrifice our long-term interest with short-term interest. The the thing is, for the moment, we don't have any conversion, how you convert the short-term to a long-term or the long-term to a short-term. This we uh, have not defined yet, but this is what we are going to uh, look at. Ultimately, when we have defined the methodology to measure different type of impact, we, our ideal situation is we will be able to have a more or less good enough methodology to compare different type of uh, impact. So let's say uh, 100,000 uh, 100, uh, financial impact equals how much business decision impact equals how much uh, customer value impact. This is what we are thinking about, but I'm not sure if we will be able to do that. It's just um, we are we are in our planning.
0: Yeah, well, and I think that makes sense because a lot of this is human intuition, and it is it isn't that things are comparable, right? It isn't that you say, okay, um, what's the the value of seeing a nice sunset versus an apple, you know, a nice apple, and you're just like th- those things are just so not comparable, so like okay, yes, I enjoyed both of those, but, uh, you know, like, or something, you know, that's maybe not the best uh, thing, because they both are one-time impact. But you know what I mean? Like, it, it having that sense of, hey, we're going to measure what we can is is valuable. And I think that's um, useful, right? When, when you've got something where, again, this isn't the only measurement. And
1: and uh, sorry i I, th- I also think it also depends on the company situation where it is the short term is i i would use a mentor for like short term is uh surviving and long term is health so if you eat healthy today you 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 expect to have keep a good health but if you have problem of surviving then you first need to solve your problem of surviving not the 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 health problem for the moment so, so I, so it's the short term uh, versus long term sometimes it's not that always long term should be uh, more important than short term
0: but what i've seen in a lot of organizations is they only incent the short term and so then yeah. managers get paid on the short term so they only focus on the short term is is there anything that you're showing in your framework that has changed that or i think it's early days where you, <laughs> you can't really <laughs> Yeah exactly well we
1: do. We are seeing, for the moment, we are seeing is that all different impacts. We we don't prioritize one over the other, Um, because even even it's uh, for example a business decision impact, right? Uh, You think today you you just uh, help to make a decision, but you don't know how much financial impact it will generate. Does it mean it's inferior to the data products that bring money? I would say. It's not necessarily, for example, if you have a data product, uh, again, help you to go into a new market, and this market, let's say, China, and uh, in the future, the China market, let's say, it's go, it will occupy, uh, it will account for your twenty percent of your international business or even more. It's it's going to be very important. It's a decision, very important decision. But if you, in terms of financial impact, at this moment, there's zero because you haven't have not entered yet. Um, so it we don't we don't give priority to uh, to saying okay, or we don't say financial impact is better than business decision impact, or the other way around. Um, yeah, but in terms of measurement, we will say uh, depends on how e- uh, if you can measure financial impact definitely you should measure it because it it helps us to show the, the direct value but it doesn't mean that you don't need uh, you don't measure the business decision impact for example
0: and when you think about so you you were talking about i i want to make sure that i understood this you were talking about you don't have the framework up and running for making new investment decisions, right? Where it's it's not that you can say, we should create this new data product because, but are you, well, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong there, but also are you then working with teams when they launch to say, this is our expected return on this data product? Or especially when you think about something that's more financial oriented of, we expect this to drive, you know, x amount of revenue, or we expect this to uh, lift our margin by y percent, or or things like that. Is there, are are you also using this to measure against expectations, or is it more you're just measuring the impact?
1: So again, my my work is to set the 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 methodology, mm-hmm. and another work stream I'm working on, for example, is to. Uh, this uh, define the process to uh, develop data products so what step you should follow in order to uh, to develop a good data product of course it's recommendations and sometimes it's just uh, references um, and in, the, in all in the in the very big at the very beginning one of the one of the uh, to do, we would ask the team is to check or to have a bag of envelope estimation on the impact of your data product going to have. So yes, we do, and we ask all the team to have this kind of at least thinking about how much impact your data product are you going to you are going to bring. And I think this was one of the topic among uh, during the. In- discussion about whether or not to develop a new data product
0: yeah because I think that investment decision makes sense right like I think you have to <laughs> you have to have that it's not just uh, did this work it's like well what are we actually trying to do but um, when like so we talked about this a little bit uh, at the at the top of who is consuming the impact measurements but so this is where you want to standardize like how are you like, let's talk a little bit about the the journey to get there as well. You know, we talked about this in the pre-call, but, um, why, why was it so important that you standardize this? Why, why, what was the issue where, you know, was it just people saying, oh, um, you know, ours has 50 impact points and this other person says, I have 3 million impact points. And it's like, <laughs> Well, you're not measuring, you know, it's apples and and hand or apples and tanks, right? Like it's not just apples and oranges. It's completely different things. So like, how did you, what, what, what led you to say, or what led the company to say we should hire Pink to do this, to, to help us develop this?
1: Well, I think there are several points, several, there are several reasons for us to, to do this. First is, as you mentioned, is compare Apple to Apple. So uh, different teams had their uh, different KPIs to report when they report a financial impact or other type of impact. Let's just take a financial impact because it's easier for everyone to understand. Let's say someone may report in, the, uh, in revenue, someone may report impact on the profit, and even for profit, someone may report the gross margin, someone may report in the, uh, how do you say uh, after uh, the 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 contribution margin or all these all these different KPIs when you uh, when different teams submit, we don't know which are they reporting, and so we cannot easily compare um, that. So this is one the the main purpose is to be able to compare apple to apple. And the second is uh, once we establish this uh, methodology, the for the people outside of our department can easily understand what we are talking about, what impact we are talking about, right? Uh, otherwise they will say, okay, when you mean what do you mean by this what do you mean by that? So this is a question we had um, a lot before as well. Um, and I think there's another one reason for us is to, I would say people tend to overstate the impact of a data product. Why that because first there's no it's not a rocket science that you can be very exact uh, many of the results or the financial impact you based on the estimation or you based on your test result and then you explore it to the the whole business right so once if there's no guidelines or there's no um, no, no framework, people can can do it in different ways. So in the end, we are not sure if they follow a, a conservative methodology or, to, or follow a very aggressive uh, methodology to estimate this impact. So uh, once we define this methodology or framework, People know. Okay, here they need to follow these steps in order to make uh, in uh, conservative. So we tend to we choose to be conservative in reporting the impact. Um, so so that's one of the another reason for us to um, to to set the, the the framework.
0: And and I I go back to my earlier analogy that this is feeling a lot like as as weirdly as it seems at the start the data quality discussion it's can i trust what these people are doing without having to dig into it right if i if i can see that there is a framework and that it is comparable then i i at least am comparing apples to apples and so i don't care if my you know data product value units are you know 50 or 5 million it's how does that compare and like how much are we spending on it and that you you do that because it's it's much more um, that you can actually uh, look at those across the portfolio because otherwise you have to spend all of your time trying to understand the exact context of why was this measured this way what was the measurement all of that so um, I, I think that's uh, really useful as well I think a lot of what you're saying as well is going to help, people feel comfortable that they're not super far behind, because that's been an issue um, for some folks as to, am I way behind because I don't have this measurement framework set up perfectly just yet? Um, So like, one thing that, that I would like to explore a little bit more is like, what have you learned from setting up this framework? And and if you were to have another organization say we want to set up a framework, you know, are you going to tell them okay you can start to get value from your framework in this amount of time or you know that kind of like we're going to make the investment and over you know Jill uh, Maffeo talked about um, with taxonomy work you know, the initial return on investment is okay, but not great. You know, it's some small wins. And then all of a sudden you're, uh, you know, 12 months down the road and it's like, oh, wow, we can bring in a new uh, data product and it's interoperable. And I don't have to do one-to-one stitching immediately. Like, so what, if you were to talk to somebody and say, we're interested in doing this in something like this, what have you learned or what what is there any advice that you'd go with or any advice that you'd tell them, like, don't do this, any anti-patterns that you ran across <laughs> with or, or challenges, or like when to expect there to start to be some value add or some actual ability to start to measure things in a more concrete way? Or
1: well, um just, just my 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 personal experience is at the beginning, when I tried to design a framework, I was thinking about uh, everything in a financial term. So I hope I can measure the financial impact of all the data products. So I, I read a, lo- a lot of books about measuring measuring the value of, inf- of information, uh, measuring the value of data, etc. But in the end, I found out that and if you start doing this, you are going to dilute some of the quality of your financial impact of some data products, because some bring you the real money in your bank, and some may be bring the uh help you save a risk of losing money, or some may it it's it's just it's just almost impossible to measure everything in the financial term. That's why we, de- uh, in the end, we decided to categorize different type of impact a data product could have, and trying to define um, the methodology for measuring different data uh, product impact. I think that's one of the the learnings I have is 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 not to measure everything in financial terms. It's just not possible, at least to my <laughs> to my knowledge. <laughs>
0: Well, I I think it's also what you're saying is that it's not valuable to only use that lens, right? Like the way that we have to look at data, it's not that this is the single view of exactly what's going on. You want to look at things from a couple of different angles to really say, uh, you know, um, Alice Parker was on and she was talking about um, there's this thing called the uh, Mexican bike picture. And if you look at it, it's like a, a big circle and it's got a couple of little lines that come off of it. And I can't remember what she said it, it originally looks like, but then you kind of go and you look at the 3D thing and it's a guy wearing a big sombrero and he's riding a bike. Right. And so, mm-hmm. like from the top, if you look at it from the very top, it looks like there's this, you know, uh, circle with some lines coming off of it. And then if you look at it from another angle, it's completely different. And so, I think. Um, it, it, when you're, you would be talking to somebody about this, um, again, if, if let's say I'm the, um, I'm the person who's leading my data mesh charge, but I'm not the CDO. I'm not, you know, at the, at the highest, highest level. I, I commonly find people at the director and senior director level are the ones that are leading their data mesh charges internally. Um. And I want to start to do impact measurement. Like what were some, you, you said like, don't only focus on the financial impact, but like, w- is there anything where you've been able to show kind of the final financial impact of the framework? Is it again that you can say, Hey, here, here's the length of meeting. Uh, <laughs> or <laughs> here's, here's the meetings that we saved where we didn't have to have the meetings because people knew, what this meant? Or or is that just kind of that feeling and that you can tell people like, this just gives people the trust. And so if you value that trust, it's going to have a significant financial impact. Like if somebody were to try to come to you and say, Pink, help me get this going in my organization. And then maybe some as well, some reasonable expectations, right? That it's not day one, you were like, okay, I I now have it all figured out. You're, you're talking about you're still working on on some things that feel like they're foundational, but are difficult. But you're a year in and you're still working on like, we don't have it to a place where we can make f- investment decisions. And we don't have you know exact things. And we've gotten comfortable with not having exact. So like, just trying to put myself in that, that shoes. What have you learned that you would say, like, I I think this will get you (laughs) like this. These are some of the wins that we've had that has meant that we're, we're proving out that this was a valuable investment and this is what you could sell it on.
1: Well, um, one of the things, uh, we found out is you need to, Um, you need to know what your data product user thinks. So this is uh, the main driver uh, of your business impact. Um, Because if you have great data product and no one uses it, (laughs) that you will not have any impact, right? So one of the, for for once we when we are designing this uh, measuring these business decisions, one of the main input is from the we hear the voice of the the users of the data products. Um otherwise otherwise I would say it's the measurement will not be valuable for the for the team to improve or for the company to have such investment in the data team.
0: And when you're looking at that, like usage, is it are you are you combining the qualitative and the quantitative? Right, where you say, okay, we're seeing how often this is consumed, or we're seeing that. Um, and,
1: and no, actually, actually, this is one of the thing we we said many times that the usage is not comparable be, among data products. Because, for example, if you are uh, you have a data products for a C uh, for a senior leaders uh, business leaders versus a data products for uh, for for let's say a customer center, which you should you should have hundreds of uh, hundreds or even thousands of uh, service agents uh, there. So the number of the number of people using the data products doesn't mean that uh, doesn't doesn't give you the, it's not the right, um, I wouldn't say that. And the number of users is not, for one data product, maybe you can see the if you are increasing or in, improving your impact, but if you compare it between data products, it's not comparable. Because you also need to think about what business decisions these people are making and uh, what's uh, the what's, uh, impact of these this, uh What's the impact of these business decisions, right? Um, so like the usage, we always say the usage, number of users are not the are not the indicators or factors of, of business impact, but they are the drivers of having business impact.
0: Okay, so it, it can be like a small, th- then you're measuring it over time, but it's not comparable. It's not the thing that says, yeah. it's like how many users should you have? How many users do you have? Like, how often would we think conceptually somebody should be using this? So if it is a call center product and, you know, everybody is using it, but they're using it once a week and it's it's a rather expensive thing versus this other thing that looks pretty similar and it's uh, used, you know, five times an hour, um, there's a likely indicator, but it's not the metric that says this is it. it, it can be something to look into, but exactly what you said of if this is the thing that if this is the CEO's dashboard and they look at it when they're going into the board meeting, right? The board meeting happens once a quarter. If this is their board meeting dashboard, it's going to have once a quarter. And, and I always think about um, uh, at least in the U.S. tax stuff, right? Like a tax data product would only be used between January and, and April for, you know, 99% of people and so it's like, well, we've got really poor usage throughout the year. Is this, is this valuable? And it's like, well, yeah, like they're, they're using it, right? Like they have to use this for, for their own tax purposes. So, um, and what, like, you know, I don't want to dig too deeply into what, what have you done wrong or anything like that, but like, were there anything that you started, you, you talked about um, starting to only try and measure the financial impact, but like, is there anything that, that you would talk about where you would tell people to avoid as well, or, or, you know, how, how have you worked as well with people to like the data product producers that they're like, oh, now I have a scorecard. You know, what was that like a difficult thing at at the start? Was there any issues there? And you've learned how to do that much better. Like, I'm just trying to, if somebody is bought in that they want to do this, I want to, make it so that <laughs> kind of they can <laughs> learn from the issues that you had and not have to run over the same ones.
1: Well, I think definitely um, the the communication is very important when developing this uh, framework, because in the end, like my users are the, are my colleagues, right? In the, in the are the data product teams. So I would say developing this kind of framework or principle is uh, it's very important to involve um, the teams or the users in the process of development. Um, and one is you will be able to understand what's the pain point of the of the users, what's their concerns, uh, what's and uh, what they were thinking in their head. And um, also in the end, when you after you launch the framework, it will be much easier for you to, uh, to drive the adoption of your framework. Um, so, so I think, I think in, in this kind of work in the communication is very important, like any change management.
0: Do you think of like, cause I would have thought that your, your users wouldn't necessarily like that there, or maybe that the users of the framework are the data product producers, but the consumers of your framework are really the people that are making the decisions. And so some of it is, you know, it it would be the the data product producer that's saying, okay, is this valuable? But it's also the executive team saying, you know, are we making the right investment decisions on data products and are these having the the right returns? Like, how uh, have you thought that your consumers and your users are more... The actual data product producers because they're consuming the framework to report their results, or are you um, thinking of it more as the customers are the ones that the results are getting reported to, which can again be the data product producer because they want to say, "Is my <laughs> is my thing valuable?" But other people are also looking at the, "Is this valuable work?" Like, how, how have you thought about that?
1: Yeah, definitely. In 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 our company, we we aligned this framework both with the management team and with the data product team. Um, before I stress on the data product team, because myself, I don't do the calculation of the impact. What I just, what I did is I work with them to make sure their the concept or their calculation align with the framework. For example, when we say, let's say it's, uh, um, it's, um, the, this is a financial value for this, for this quarter, we are making sure that, okay, the numbers they report are in the right uh, KPI, are in the right period, compared with the right baseline All these things. But in terms, how do they get those data? How do they really make the calculation? It's uh, the data products teams work, that's why, um, when I would say in the uh, when we are developing the data product, it's very important to have a feedback from them. Of course, uh, with a management team, what we did is trying to understand what are they interesting to see. Uh, and uh, this usually uh, quite aligned among the among the among the senior uh, leadership team because Uh, Across different departments, they also need to compare the result. And this is kind of like something already set about which KPIs they are looking at, which are the most important or relevant ones they want to look at.
0: So I've got one question that that just really brought up, which is that um, do you think that that prevents more cross-domain data products, right? Where you'd say hey we're we're powering things that are like line of business A and line of business B there's there's synergy if they work together to create this data product but you know they're both having to invest in it and it might be of more value even than to you know line of business C so like are you like is that has that become an issue right now like when you think about we want this, this data product needs to get created. Are, are you having that somebody is doing external funding mechanisms? That's Sarita Baxt talked about that at JP Morgan Chase. They literally have lines of business that pay each other, right? Where you say this, this domain will pay this other domain to create this and maintain this data product, and they will pay them this much. But like, are, are you finding that, that people are, really, really focused again on like, I want to make sure that this has a business impact for myself, or does this f- almost the exact opposite of free them up and say, Hey, we're spending time on this thing. That isn't great for our own domain, but we're going to show the impact to the overall business. And that impact to the overall business should be factored in to our line of businesses results because we've created this value even if it wasn't directly our own results, have you seen either one of those, or it's too early to say? Or
1: um, first, I think it's too early to say um, because in our, I don't think in our company works like that. Um, I think we're more reporting the impact as a whole team, as a whole data team, um, and then for this kind of data products requires um, requires a like cross domain. Uh, uh, team, there's usually has uh, p- project leaders who hand over, uh, who who manage the whole uh, data product, and uh, they align the resources among themselves. So, th- I for the moment I don't see a issue in our in our company.
0: Yeah, because it's just it's interesting when you think about like trying to measure impact, and then who gets credit for that impact, right?
1: <laughs> well. If you talk about this, uh, you can also think about uh, who create the impact, the data product or the the LOBs? because the data product just provide information and the LOBs is the one really act upon the, the the data product's information right. So if you if you want to say who should claim the impact, it's it's going to be difficult. Um, so we always say the data product it just enabled uh, this business impact, but there it, it itself cannot create impact if no one uses it.
0: Yeah, well, and that's that's where I think the investment decisions become a little bit squishy. But I th- I don't think there's a perfect answer for anything. Where you go, okay, if this domain is gonna credit is gonna take credit for that business impact. I'm not going to create something for that domain that's super valuable for that other domain. But that's where you say, like Jill was talking about that central data team is like, okay, we're creating the mechanisms so that we don't have to have those, um, kind of combating, um, prioritizations and, and things like that. So, um, well, Pink, this has been really, really helpful. Is there anything we didn't cover that you think we should have, or any way you'd kind of want to wrap up the episode?
1: Well, um, I think it covers quite uh, a lot, and um, yeah, I think it, it's it's fine.
0: Awesome. Okay, so I'm sure there's going to be a lot of lot of people that want to follow up with you about this. There's a lot of people who are really interested in impact measurement, and you're the first person that I've I've Found or talked to that's really kind of doing it at any scale. So, um, where's the best place to uh, follow up? What would you like people following up about in general?
1: Um, so, as I mentioned, that uh, we just started, and I'm just started on this impact measurement thing not uh, very, uh, very long ago. So, I'm very interested in, uh, in getting to know people that also working. Uh, on this stream, or uh, people interested in doing this, so uh, if anyone interested, just send me a linking message or connection request, and I'm happy to talk about it.
0: Awesome. So um, yeah, and I'll drop a link to your LinkedIn in the show notes as per usual. So, um, but again, thank you so much for the the time today, Pink. This was a really fun conversation, and as well, thank you everyone out there for listening. Thank you. I'd again like to thank my guest today. Pink Xu, who's the change manager of business impact of data products at Vista. You can find a link to her LinkedIn in the show notes, as per usual. Thank you. Hopefully, that interview episode was really useful for you. Please do consider getting in touch with guests from the show from these episodes. Most have said they'd really love people to reach out to them. And please, as well, if you're got a minute, rate and review the podcast somewhere. It really is honestly super helpful for other people looking into kind of data podcasts to kind of get this in front of them. Data Mesh Radio is again provided as a free community resource by Data Mesh Understanding. It's produced and hosted by me, Scott Herleman. In April of 2023, I left Data Stacks, who were wonderful in getting the Data Mesh community stuff started, so give them a shout for streaming and real-time AI needs. But I left to start my own industry analyst kind of information-as-a-service firm, Our offerings are affordable and you can do them on a one-off or a month-to-month basis. You know, read kind of, throw it on the credit card. Don't worry about like going through purchasing and things like that. The services include lots of practitioner roundtables, you know, one-on-one data mesh kind of planning or feedback sessions and tailored introductions to other data mesh practitioners that are focused around your topics of interest. You know, what, what are you actually running into challenges with? We also have some free programs around introductions and roundtables that people can kind of check out as well. Check the show notes or just go to datameshunderstanding.com for more info or helpful resources. As always, if you have suggestions for guests or topics, please do get in touch as well and have a wonderful rest of your day. Now let's hear that funky outro music.